We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Filled up my gas tank today. Oh, did you really? 15 gallons or so? Yeah. 74 bucks. Highest gas prices have ever been in America. $74 to fill up your tank. Holy moly. I'll tell you what, um, I'll be driving a lot less. It's just going to cut down on the amount of driving. I think that's what's going to happen. People just go, "Of course, I'm not going to do this." Right? right? How about those people driving electric cars? They're feeling pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying, "Told you so." Yeah. But it's the same thing. I mean, you're still using energy consumption. It's you just are. from a different right. avenue. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. But still, the pain at the pump. Holy moly! Wow. Yeah, there's no doubt it's the highest ever. Yeah. yeah. I um I left my house today. And the low gas light was on. Oh, yes. The little, oh. Do you get anxious? Well, I, here's the thing. If I'm the only one driving the car, I have a very good idea of where, you are. Of where I am. Yep. But my daughter had the car on Saturday, and I specifically told her, do not put gas in it mm-hmm. because I have, you know, points I need to, sure. you know, uh, and this is the perfect time to cash well, in Well, they were points. probably erased in the last right? couple, couple of days. Anyway, so I said, don't get gas. So she didn't get gas. However, when I got in, I realized I didn't know exactly when the light came on because it was out of my – then, like, I'm driving on the side of the road like, okay, so if I – what's going to happen? That's good. Could got to think about disaster. Would John come get me if I ran out of gas on the Fort Pitt Bridge? Sure. What if it was in the tunnel? Would he come then? No, what Pendot if it was on Green Tree Hill? Yeah, John yeah. wouldn't come get me. No, no, Pendot would push you out of there. But uh, I made it. I seriously made it. So as soon as I leave work, job one Mm. is to go right to the local gas station. When's the last time? Have you ever run out of gas on the road? Never. Never? Never. Oh, my gosh. Never. 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 I've done it several times. (laughs) (laughs) Never. Have you really? Yeah. And then you want to like get out of the car and like paint a capital D on your forehead, you big dummy. Okay. Was it it just you being stupid or was there like, was your gas gauge broken? No, just me being stupid and proud, probably. I see the little light. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, the car must be broken. Oh, no, you're out of gas. That must be a terrible feeling. Well, it's kind of like what you do. You know, you kind of go, I'm planning ahead for disaster, and then I'm going to pull off to the side of the road. Luckily, it doesn't. And then, you know, thank goodness, you know, I call my my wife. Hey, you know the gasoline for the lawnmower? Can you pull that out and come visit me? <laughs> She's like, on the Parkway East, yeah, honey? exactly. You know, on the side of the road. And that's what happens. That's, you know, such is life. It's not such as life. That's just, it shouldn't happen. No, it happens. It happens all the time, I believe, you know. That's just how it is. Anyway, uh, we got a full Ukrainian show for you today. Yeah, we do. A really interesting show for you. Well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, Kath, as we always do, we get underway by looking at the news, whether it's local, national, or international. Please, without further ado, give us the top four at four. For Tuesday... 
Pardon me. March 8th, 2022. March 8th already. Feels good. John holds a miniola. Number one. The number of international fighters, John, helping Ukraine is growing every day. According to CBS News, the Ukrainian government reports more than 16,000 foreigners have arrived, including Americans. Uh, Interesting profile in CBS um, talked about two different men. Uh, One guy's name, Andrei Penchak, American licensed truck driver who was born in Ukraine. He landed with three other Americans ready to go into the war zone. He told CBS this morning co-anchor Tony DeCoppel that he wanted to save the lives of Ukrainians still in the country. Launched his mission from Bucks County, PA. He's never been to battle and used personal savings to pay for his plane ticket. How about that? What happens if you're killed over there? What happens? He has three kids. God bless them all. Peace be with you. Number two. After 122 years of effort, did you hear what I said? 122 years of effort. A bill making lynching a federal hate crime is ready to be signed into law. The U.S. Senate unanimously passed the bipartisan Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act to allow crimes to be prosecuted as a lynching if a victim is killed or injured as a result of a hate crime. Now, it is hard to believe that it took 122 years for us to get that passed. Well, not really. It's not that hard to believe. Okay. Uh, Anti-lynching bills John introduced in Congress as early as 1900. Before this week, the House failed over 200 times to criminalize lynching on the federal level. How about that? That's from USA Today. Number three. Less than two months after the Fern Hollow... Let me just say, it's great news that that was finally passed. I feel like I didn't... Oh, yeah, of course, yes. I feel like I didn't... 100%. Emote enough about that. Number three. Less than two months after... The Fern Hollow Bridge collapsed in Pittsburgh. PennDOT officials announcing both design and construction efforts underway to replace the bridge. The new structure will remain along the same roadway with four lanes for vehicles, shoulders, a sidewalk, and a shared-use path. Mm-hmm. Construction will start in late April. That's crazy. Late April. Late get- April. So it's going to be like hyperspeed to get this thing done. How about that? Because I- bridge collapse was January 28th. Wow. So they were saying two years it'll take to complete mm-hmm. this, but now it feels as though it's a lot faster. I can't imagine it's going to take two years to build I it. I can't imagine. So if it's starting in it, that quickly. Late April. Yeah. And they're saying heavy on the concrete, less on the steel, because steel's hard to come by now. Specialty steel, I should say. Well, should we be concerned about that? Just don't put salt on it. <laughs> Number four. And Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be a stealer. Oh, please. Okay. Say it ain't Sorry, so. Christy. Cry me a river. Okay? It's not going to happen. How about Russell Wilson? No, he's not going to be a Steeler either. How about Russell Moore? (laughs) Russell Moore, uh, unavailable, working for ZT. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers uh, signed a four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers that would give him $153 million in guaranteed cash. Mm. He is 38 years old. 38? And that is your top four. It's a four-year contract. Four-year deal. All right. $153 million guaranteed. Christy, he's not married yet. You are not married either. You might want to consider, like, trying to... He's just to... a tad old He's a tad me. old, yeah. Okay. Plus, well, he's got a man bun. He, he got I'm fine his, with the man bun. You're his fine with the man bun. I'm fine I with hate the that man. hair. But $153 million could cause you to disregard the, you know... You know, I wouldn't have to work with you guys anymore. Yeah, that'd be sad. <laughs> Don't do that, then. That'd Stay away sad. from Aaron. Forget you know, it. Aaron and forget Rogers the mayor. Nope. Do anyway, not do and, that. and Russell Wilson, they just said a couple days ago that they weren't trading Russell Wilson. And today, he's a Denver Bronco. Yep. And he's got a Cinnabon. 
that that's going to be some kind of division, isn't it? The heck is going Holy on there? Cow. Anyway, All right. we need to take a break. When we come back, like John said, a terrific show today dedicated to Ukraine. In the 5 o'clock hour, our friend Father Jason Sharon, who spent the last week in Ukraine helping um, orphans across the border, is going to be with us. And coming up next, Jennifer and Alex Kiashko. Next. 101.5 WORD. Your station for unlimited grace with Brian Chapel. As we are in Christ, united in Him, we are now also in God, united to God, not separated by sin, not separated by shame, not separated by circumstances, but united to the Father, King of the universe, by the work of Jesus Christ. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell, weekday afternoons at 1.30 on 101.5 WORD. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for Him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Mirna from Guatemala, who fights every day just to keep her children fed. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. COVID-19 has left the world's poorest families on the brink of starvation. Throughout the Caribbean and Latin America, the basics of food and access to clean water are a daily struggle. I only get food when other people give me food. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you answer the desperate prayers of moms and kids. Your gift of $175 will provide food for a year and water for life for two suffering children. Just pennies a day gives food and water, hope and life. Please, give life now. Call 855-828-4673, 855-828-4673, or click the red Give Life banner at wordfm.com. Year after year, it's the same routine. Drop off the taxes, pick up the taxes, leave a check. Maybe it's time to work with a business CPA who is less transactional and more relational. For Mike Radich and the team at MGR CPA and Consultants, it's about more than crunching the numbers. It's about getting the advice you need for complex tax issues and business solutions. It's just a better return. MGR CPA and Consultants. Honesty, integrity, always. At MGRCPA.com. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. I think, like most of you, I spent this morning uh, trying to keep up with what's going on in Ukraine. And um, I don't watch a lot of TV news, so I do it all online. But whether you're looking at stuff on your phone, whether you're looking at stuff on TV, you're listening to radio, whatever it is, it is inescapable, the horror that is happening in Ukraine. I sat there alone in my office today at home, and I said, Jesus... Save us from this. I just, I cannot, 
Anyway, I'm sure that I'm speaking for a lot of us when I say that you just feel overwhelmingly helpless in looking at the images that are coming in across our phones and computers and TV screens. Um, so, but we don't want to stay there because we know that God is still God. Um, we know that he's accomplishing a purpose on earth. And um, so I don't want to be overwhelmed by evil. I want to learn how to overcome evil with good. And so to that end, we have two special guests in the studio, actually three, <laughs> but only two are on mic today. I'm happy to have Jennifer and Alex Kioshko. Did I yes. pronounce it correctly? It's Good my Pol- it's my Polish Absolutely. background, right? Um, <laughs> Amazing. We're, we're blood brothers and sisters. Anyway, in the studio today, to talk about Ukraine. Welcome, you guys, both of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. It's our yeah. pleasure. Thank you. It's a big story. There's a lot to cover here, but I, I think I need to start with you, Jennifer, mm-hmm. because your story is what brought your husband and the creation of your family here to Western Pennsylvania. So yes. we've known each other for a long time through your mother and okay. father, Jill and Don Wadsworth. And you, as a young girl uh, in high school, picked up a thread about Russia and Ukraine. Go back to that sort of the, the beginning of that story and tell us why. What was it? Yeah, so, um, you know, I actually grew up on the north side of Pittsburgh, for people who are familiar with the north side. And, um, you know, as I'm going into high school, there were not a lot of phenomenal public school options on the north side of Pittsburgh. And so I wanted to go to Taylor Otterdice, which is in Squirrel Hill. But, um, you know, I lived in the wrong area. I did not live in the correct area to go to Otterdice. And so I had a couple options. Some people were able to kind of fudge an address and say they lived with an aunt, or you could take a subject that was only offered at Alderdice and no other city mm. school. I see. So I had to take Russian for four years to go to Alderdice and just had such a love for it. So much was happening. It was the, you know, late 80s and early 90s and things were falling apart. And so I just had a desire to keep going, continued to study it when I was in college, had no idea why. I just felt like God was like leading me in that path. And so I continued to study Russian. And then my senior year in college, I had no idea what I was going to do with it. No idea. Um, But I was going to a church in Baltimore. And out of the blue, they decided to open a church in Kiev, Ukraine. And they said, every the leadership is going to come from this church. And I said, I've been studying Russian. And so two weeks after I graduated from college, I was in Kiev. (laughs) And I was scared to death. In my mind, it was going to be gray and scary and cold and boring. And in my mind, I was going to do my time one year in my mind and get out. And, uh, you know, I got there and I was met by so many uh, amazing people, people that I'm (laughs) friends with to this day, people that we talk to today even, um, and just surrounded by youth, surrounded by people. And, you know, it was that moment I said, this is why I studied Russian. It was for the Ukrainian people because um, I had and still have such a love for that people. They're, they're just amazing, um, generous people. Very, very resourceful. But they may have $2, but they will invite you into their home and they will make this unbelievable meal. And so I ended up staying in Ukraine for about five years. Um, worked with my church, worked with Youth of the Mission. And then in the last, I think, few years, you know, I met my husband, Alex, who I call Sasha, in church. And, um, you know, we had an immediate bond. We got married in both U.S. and Ukraine. 
You did and it twice? We did it twice. I yeah. love that. <laughs> Just to be sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, um, you know, obviously have such an incredible heart for Ukraine. And, of course, you know, that is his people. Those are, you know, we, we love them to death. Um, our in-laws, our family, our friends are there. Um, Kathy, everything you said just completely resonated with me. And I think everyone, um, because it's almost unimaginable, some of the things that are happening right now. Yes. And so, Alex, as you came in to sit down, you told us today you watched the city that you grew up in, your hometown, essentially be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was um, three rockets were flying just an um, hour and a half ago towards my city. Uh, they and were what able, city is that? Uh, it's Varispil. Uh, uh, it's uh, in, basically that's where the international airport is uh, for Kiev. So it's a little like maybe 16 miles away from Kiev. Um, and um, they were able to intercept two. Um, and um, uh, one actually landed. Um, uh, so far, it's only, you know, a couple of wounded people. Uh, we, we just, we're really lucky that nobody really died um but it's just happened in the um, beginning yeah so uh, i mean literally just an hour and a half ago now you have family Mm -hmm. still in Mm -hmm. ukraine don't you yes yes i do talk to us about that uh so my mom and my sister um after spending two nights um in the basement um uh of the garage uh basically they uh they 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 made a decision to go west and it was a perfect window for them to you know to escape from this um beginning you know in the beginning of the war um west basically so um at first there was a lot of traffic coming you know as soon as it started uh, a lot of traffic started building up from kiev going to uh, lviv um mm-hmm. which is western part of ukraine and um uh, people were sitting in a traffic for six, seven hours, moving only, you know, 200 yards. And uh, that's when I was telling my mom and sister, essentially, just stay put for now until it's it's going to clear up. Uh, and as soon as it clear up, they they start traveling there. And luckily, they got a um, really nice spot in um, one of the western cities um, uh, in Ukraine. And they were able to reserve really nice uh, extra spot where they can stay. So that's where they're at right now. So they're now. safe. Okay. They're safe. Thanks. Yeah, they're safe. Although, uh, in the beginning, uh, Russia even tried to hit that city with, with a ballistic missile, but they are not in the city city. They are like more in a mountain area. So so it's a little more reserve. Um, you know, which, you know, atrocity of Russia's right now is um, unin- unin- unimaginable yes. right now. Sure. That they're trying to put us, you know, put scary, uh, um, using a st- um, scary tactics, you know, to hit every single city, basically telling everybody that you're not safe anywhere type of deal. Yeah. So. Alex, this is a difficult question, but. Um Talk about your feelings about having your country invaded. It's tough. It's it's really tough. Um, seeing my people right now suffering and um, um, being in um, attack for eight years now, almost up to date, um, and having this war... Um, um, 
I knew it's going to come eventually because um, you just come to the point of accepting it. Yeah, right now it's this is this is the time. This is the time when my people rise up against this aggressor who was trying to, you know, be, you know, basically keep us by their side um, in captivity for almost three hundred years. So this is this is the liberty, and I, I'm 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 feeling extremely sad that it's happening this way. But I I also feel, you know, a large sense of pride of how they just stood up and fight right now and they're bringing them food free food into cities that they captured and those Russian soldiers bring them food, they open up their trucks to give food and none of the Ukrainians walked out to get that food, none of them Mm. they said get get out get out, we need you to be out, because one person said, um, there was the Ukrainian fighter Back in the days, in 1940s, he said that um, if if country will pick food over their freedom, they will lose their freedom and they will lose their food. Mm-hmm. But if they will pick their freedom, they always will find the food. Yes. So that's a um, it stuck with me. And this is very complex because, of course, Russian and Ukrainians. Despite the government, right, there are many people who cross the border who live, you know, uh, as cousins or brothers and sisters or deeply connected. But at the same time, I would imagine there has to be a lot of anger from Ukraine towards Russian citizens for whether it's their inactivity or their complicity because... Or their silence. They're part of Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, really hard to see people that we love deeply that are um, in Russia and they are brainwashed to the point of no return so so talk about that that state-controlled media it's okay it's a restriction on the information that they're getting so they don't know the true story they they don't but they if even if they do they still deny it that's really hard to imagine but that's that's where they at but that's been happening for so long in the country i mean that's part of their history yeah and right now this looks like they open up the faucet to the to the full extent they're just pouring absolute you know lies um on tv and through the radio and um on the web yeah so it's hard to crystal ball something like this but what do you foresee i mean can russia overtake ukraine never they never gonna overtake ukraine Mm. they never will if they will they 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 will never be able to control our people because that's that's how much fight um, they have in them, and they, you know, uh, fight for freedom. Uh, just that that I, I don't know. It's just it's it's always been there. Jennifer, talk to us about your faith. What's going through your mind right now? Your faith community and uh, how you've been reaching out and praying. Yeah, I mean. I'll say, first of all, um, you know, it's been overwhelming, the amount of just support and love, you know, from a country that feels like it was so completely divided. Um, You know, I mean, just people pouring out donations, love, prayer in just every single way. Um, It's been it's been amazing. Um, And I truly believe, you know, we have so much support in not only Ukraine, but in the West, all around. We have people praying daily, right, hourly. And I believe, like, that 
our faith along with you know everything that Sasha said in terms of the people and them rising up I truly believe that you know God is intervening and is going to intervene in this situation um, and I we truly believe with all of our hearts that this is this is this is they are not going to be vic- victorious in this situation we truly believe that God is intervening and on behalf of the Ukrainian people and everyone that is interceding Jennifer and Alex Kiyoshka were with us. We're talking about Ukraine, which is um, Alex's birthplace. And Jen, would you call it kind of your adopted country, too? I would All say right. so. We, yeah. need to, we, need, we need to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about that adopted country. Um, we'll talk more about the refugee crisis and what each one of us can do to support the people who need it the most. It's the ride home. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now, get zero. Zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Home Show now through Sunday. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsarrestpittsburgh.com. What is a neighbor? This is Greg Trzynski at the Original Mattress Factory. We believe a neighbor is more than just someone who lives nearby. A good neighbor treats you with honesty and respect and works with you to build a better community. At OMF, you can expect to be treated like a neighbor. We offer our locally made, hand-built mattresses and box springs at a factory direct value because we know you deserve the best. Visit an OMF location today to experience the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. No one should read your personal messages. That's why WhatsApp uses end-to-end encryption. It protects whatever you send before, during, and after you send it. So no one, not even WhatsApp, can read your messages. Always message privately. WhatsApp. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers, and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On today's episode of America's Least Wanted, the home invaders most likely to threaten your family are not human. Cockroaches can spread salmonella and trigger asthma attacks. Termites destroy billions of dollars in property each year. And stinging insects send half a million people to emergency rooms. 
Learn how to protect your family. Arm yourself with the facts at pestworld.org. A public service announcement from the National Pest Management Association. For tonight, it will turn cloudy with rain and snow showers towards dawn. Expect little to no accumulation, however. We'll see a low of 33. For tomorrow, periods of rain. Tomorrow will reach a high of 42. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies, the low 28. Cloudy skies for Thursday will reach a high Thursday of 48. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Oh, you see the news reports, you read the articles. Uh, we're just, you know, uh, more until night hearing about Ukraine. And uh, it's very easy to want to curl up in a ball in the corner of your living room and say, you know what, I can't do anything. I just, you know, I, it, I'm overwhelmed by it. I don't want to hear another thing about it. But we have two people in the studio today who are going, um, who have already today, but for the rest of the hour, helping us. Um, enlarge our hearts and our minds for the people of Ukraine and are going to give us uh, concrete ways that we can actually help today. So we're happy you're along for the ride home. Um, Jennifer and Alex Kioshka are with us. Alex was born in Ukraine. And how long have you lived in the States, Alex? Uh, Close to 20 years. 20 years. Okay. Um, Jen adopted Ukraine as her country before she decided to uh, marry Alex. And um, so we're talking about their uh, home country and adopted country. And so I want to hear, Alex, from you about... um, um, how things have gone, you know, um, the last seven days, I'm sure, have been a blur for you. Um, but talk about how easily you're communicating with your friends and relations there and what you're hearing. Um, what are the most recent um, news reports that you're getting from them? Yeah, so um, uh, as I was mentioning, there was um, already some fire, um, some rockets has been shot at, at my city couple hours ago uh, where I've been born, uh, but um, some of the cities are receiving much larger fire um, as as Russia getting in a preparation for the what they're calling a second wave. Um, and in one of the cities that um, I have a friend who is, you know, who is fighting right now on the front line and he's been spending, you know, um, you know, three, four days with no sleep and, uh, you know, constantly fighting out there. So um, he's in in the city of Kharkiv, and uh, uh, he reached out to me today. I finally, final, I finally got with him on the phone, um, and uh, so he still has cell phone contact. Yes, he they, they do, they do. Yeah, so uh, all my family, um, we do have a cell phone contact. Yeah, so uh, and he reached out to me with ask for some of the equipment that um, they need. So we're going to be working on start gathering extra money for uh, you know to buy. Thermal vision and um, radio stations, Motorola radio station, and um, uh, some batteries for them as well. How does that work, Alex? I mean, how do you purchase in the midst of a war zone? Yeah, so we are still going to be working on the logistic part, which is we have right now friends who are working in in Poland. Uh, so we we are going to be getting together like a package, mm, okay. send it to them, and they will be transporting across the border. And there's um, trucks are going uh, always from you know from Poland to you know to uh, capital of Ukraine. So okay. that's our hope. That's how we yes envision uh, it. Hopefully, envision exactly, right. exactly. So you know, from the outside looking in, of course, which is what we're doing here in the United States. You know, for years we've heard about the Russian fighting force and, you know, the might of Mother Russia. It's surprising to see, 
the might is not necessarily there and the resolve of the Ukrainian people that, you know, the Ukraine, the Russian soldiers don't want to be there. They're like uh, complicit in this, but they don't want to have any part of this. Mm-hmm. Can you talk to us about that, about the surrender in some ways and the Ukrainians force of saying we will not surrender? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um well, up to this point, Russia did not fight really many countries that could really resist them, you know, so they 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 created some of the, uh, you know, um, local wars that they were trying to create sure. and then and then under, you know, under peacemaker mask walked in and basically um, they never live. So as soon as they walked in as a as a peacemaker, they just. Stay. Never lived there. Yeah. So, like Pridnestrovia, which is like between Ukraine and Moldova, there is um, a spot between Abkhazia and Georgia, and they at- attacked, uh, you know, attacked Georgia. Before that, there was um, um, uh, Chechen, uh, two mm-hmm. Chechen wars that where they basically were fighting against women and children, um, and um, they they just never really fought anybody large and strong a worthy opponent yes mm-hmm. okay so today i hear the president saying ukrainians are welcome to this country uh what about your mother your sister your friends uh, everybody that you know i mean can you make arrangements to say uh, if you can find your way somehow come here and be with us yeah i i, I was trying to talk my family to come in because my mom has visa to come and stay with us so is my sister but they choose not to right now they wanted to be home they want to be home i understand that yeah sure um talk about president zelensky um talk about what you know of him and what your thoughts are yeah um he's a very interesting uh person in fact we have the same (laughs) birthday which is i was (laughs) is that right yeah i was totally um um disappointed at that um in the beginning, uh, because I did not like the guy whatsoever, he had a very weak stand on the um, on the on the external politics and internal as well. Not as um, good president, but in this couple of weeks, he showed up absolute amazing strength. Um, starting with um, his speech in Munich, mm-hmm. when he basically stood up and uh, pointed to all leaders in the world that this is coming and this is coming real hard and you guys are going to be paying for it if you're not going to stand up with Ukraine and there was awakening to the whole world how how bad things is going to be if they will not stand up mm-hmm. and there was that was beginning of me like wow I kind of start respecting you after yeah. mm-hmm. years of not liking you um, that's a lightweight yeah yeah so he was and then right now he's doing a wonderful job and i hope it's gonna but it's i'm giving that credit to ukrainian people who are in two years basically guided him towards this is the freedom looks like mm-hmm. don't because when when he first time met with putin and he said something along the way that i saw the peace in that man's eyes ukrainians come back to his office next day and they were like what kind of peace did you see in his eyes mm-hmm real quickly so they they he he basically been trained by ukrainian people or, or not trained by guided basically mm-hmm. of where he needs to be so i i have a respect right now for, yes. you know to the man credit to him that he learned on yes. the job yes <laughs> very good yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. yeah okay we need to take a break much more to come we're going to talk about the refugee crisis next in ukraine um what it is that each one of us can do alex and jennifer kioshko talking about ukraine next the ride home Sorry. 
101.5 WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. God sent a message to his people through Daniel in one of the strangest ways you can imagine. He gave a dream to a pagan king. And in that dream, he unfolded the future of the world. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, Signs, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. There are some decisions in life that just flat out determine whether the day will be good or bad. And one of those Mount Everest decisions for me is which ice cream to choose. How is a mere human able to walk into a tasty ice cream shop and choose from seven perfect options? It's Ryan. And the reality is, deciding how to manage your mortgage is kind of similar. I had two radio listeners last month say, I've been wanting to know all the details of what a refinance or cash out refinance would look like for me, but I was embarrassed to ask and didn't want to feel pressured if I did. To which I say, we are a place that happily lets you taste test all the flavors. Guilt-free, no pressure, no judgment, and no follow-up unless you ask. It's very normal for us to provide what multiple refinance or cash-out options would exactly look like and then let you decide, or even just walk out completely after the taste test. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Do you remember what was kept in a spring house? If you're an old-timer, you know that a spring house was used for storing fresh, cold milk. In 84 Pennsylvania, we have another kind of spring house. Our spring house is an old-fashioned country store filled with all kinds of old-time gifts, great country foods, and you guessed it, fresh cold milk. You see, the spring house in 84 is also a dairy farm where we milk our own cows, pasteurize and homogenize the milk, and sell it all through the store. We've had people tell us it has to be some special kind of gourmet milk. We don't add anything to the cow's diet or to the milk. It's just nature's purest, most perfect food, and we love the way our customers love it. We also make a chocolate milk you would think is a chocolate shake, an old-fashioned buttermilk that people drive miles to get, and a 40% heavy cream that's wonderful for luscious desserts. Our 2% and our skim are the greatest sellers. Come and try some Springhouse milk at the Springhouse in 84. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Alex and Jennifer Kioshko with us. Alex, uh, born and raised in Ukraine. Jennifer adopted the country as a young woman. Uh, they met and married in Ukraine and have been here for a couple decades in the U.S. Um, in uh, hourly contact with friends who are fighting over in Ukraine. So we're trying to get from them maybe a fuller picture, things that we didn't understand about the conflict. Um, and so I want to make sure I ask you about uh, refugees. Uh, the number I saw before I came into work today was 2 million uh, people who've been displaced in just a week's time. Uh, no possible way to get your mind around that. No possible. I mean, the the photographs of the train stations. The th- I mean, I, I don't. I, I don't even know how to how to talk about it. Um, so, from your perspective, Alex, let me ask you: um, Do you know some of the strategies that are being carried out 
to help with refugees? Do you know where they're going? Um, do you know anything the average person, John, me, someone listening to the broadcast now could do? Um, so since my mind was, you know, mostly what's happening in, you know, um, you know, on the front line area, you know, I, I do pay attention. Yeah. Um, I do pay attention to what's happening right now on the border. Um, I don't have right now any immediate contacts, um, um, of, you know, um, you know, how we can help, um, refugees on the border. Yeah. But maybe I, you can stay in contact with us over the next week as things unfold. Absolutely. Go, please absolutely. go ahead. But um, I do know that it, it's um, um, first people who left, they, 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 were, um, they were able to go across the border with no problems and there was not such a hu- huge line. But as to Poland. Start, they, yes. Yes, to Poland. So there's many countries right now open the border. So we have Romania, we have um, Poland, um, and I'm, I guess I'm missing a um, uh, few as well. Um, and uh, uh, really, people helping big time. We're talking about as soon as they come in, they you will not see a person on you know um, uh, at the train station. They've been you know it looks like they're working really um, hard you know to place people mm. uh, in the plate. Um, um, in houses, in um, um, in the hotels, uh, but I I also know that right now we have friends who are working um, really hard on, in the western part of Ukraine to place people in the safe zone of Ukraine. Okay, as well. everybody yeah. has a place away from need a place. Yes. away from the active zone. Yes, okay. away, and they are and they and they are working. Um, with schools, so at first, when they when they arrive, they might not have apartment for them to stay. So they would place them in gymnasiums of schools, okay. and then and then they basically um, moving them, um, you know, to the houses, to the apartments, and um, maybe to the houses of people who left to Poland, and they just say, "Hey, you can use my apartment" or something like that. I see. So, so there's two separate things that are going on here: the fight itself, which is amazing. Because, you know, you, you hear the stories of the gov- Ukrainian government said, any men from 16 to 60 who are in country, you stay in country and you fight. Which is amazing to think about, you know, just regular people. Yes. All of a sudden, they're... No training. You know, no training. They're handed a gun and then there is some basic training yeah. and then they go out and they face the Russian army. Mm-hmm. I mean... That's an incredible thing, isn't it? I'm sure your friends, you think about that as you talk to them to think about their day-to-day existence and what it must be like for them. Yeah. We, we do have some um, veterans who fought for eight years, as I said, since yes. 2014. So Battle-hardened. Yes, they are. And they are amazing. They learn how to fight uh, from, from day one. I mean, I remember pictures of our guys going to the front line fighting with russians in 2014 wearing flip-flops wow Um, yeah and they were brave and they got hard and they 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 fought um really good fight Mm -hmm. and so those people retired you know from the war but they have no problems to pick up gun and go back to the front line and that's what why we have such a strong and you know um it's it's actually one of those things, uh, why we have such a strong resistance and, and just the spirit of Ukrainians right now just to fight for their freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, I think that's what's taking people by surprise. The spirit of the Ukrainian people is so, so beautiful. 
and so massively strong that a lot of people, a lot of countries would say, yeah, we're we're not going to fight. We just surrender. We're done with this. And but here, you're in it for the long haul because love of country. I mean, I was reading an article about uh, there was a wedding, an impromptu wedding. And at the end of the wedding, instead of their celebration, they sang the Ukrainian national anthem. Yes. I love it so much. Yes. I mean, you could teach Americans love of country from that perspective. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been inspiring. Inspiring. Yeah. It is indeed. So, Jennifer, talk to us about, you know, as you straddle the United States and Ukraine, and especially from a faith perspective, you're a strong woman of faith. Your prayer life and your connections with other people in the prayer life as well, that encompasses many, many people doing good and great godly work. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and I think this is these are the times when, you know, it just feels like your faith is really has to well up inside you. This and is it. This is, this is the time, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I've had... We get to have conversations with our family um, in Ukraine. Also, people that I worked with in Youth with a Mission, Kiev, have an opportunity to speak to them. And, um, you know, it's really brought us together in many ways um, because our hearts just go out to them, just like just like everyone here. But to see it and hear it real time, what they're up against, the lack of sleep, in many cases, people leaving their homes with uh, – no clothing, like nothing, just literally the clothes Let's on go. their back. You know, they're, they're no longer receiving any type of income. They're no longer receiving paychecks. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to see people and what they're up against and really how they've risen to the occasion um, to help other people, even in their need. Even in their need, they're going out of their way to help other people and making sure people find a home or find a place to stay, a stay or a little spot in a gymnasium or whatever it is to be safe. Um, but I really think, you know, these are the times when we, when we see and we feel our faith rise up. Um, and, and, and I think it helps us get through, right? <laughs> I think it really helps us get through. Yeah. Um, You're taking action. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, as people think right now, you know, what what can I do? Because so many people have asked, what can I do? And people are are donating and and like have an incredible giving spirit. We've seen donations come to us. And what we've done is take that money and send it directly to Ukrainian families, directly. Not once. Every single cent goes to these families. And, um, you know, that's what we want to do. And and for people who can give and want to give, you know, I think that's amazing for everyone else, I think, for us to join together and just be continually praying mm-hmm. and showing that country, showing the people that we do support them, that we stand with them in these times, I think is, is incredible because Ukraine is, I, I think they're really feeling that love. I do. I think they're yeah. feeling that support. And I hope they are because, you know, we are flooding. It's very real. Yes. Yes. We're flooding heaven. We're flooding mm-hmm. anything we can, social media, whatever it is, to show that love and support that we are standing united with them. Yes. I mean, that is really truly the silver lining in the heinousness of this war. You see the flip side, which is the beauty of the Ukrainian people and everybody wanting to come around that. It lifts us all up in some way. And you're right. It's hard to imagine that Americans right now, as divided as we are, could come together on something. But it's actually happened. Right. I can't believe it. Um, Alex, let me ask you this. Um, and this is going to have to be a relatively short answer on your part because of time. But I, I just need to say that this conflict didn't 
come out of nowhere. This has been a long history between Ukraine and Russia. Um, so from your perspective, what is it that we don't realize here in America? The things that maybe we about your history in Ukraine that we don't get that might help us to more better understand this conflict. Mm. Um, yeah, so I've been I've been uh, <laughs> as many my friends know me uh, since 2014. I was trying to relate that that you know um, explain to Tell everyone. Us, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it. I definitely can see the hardness of the subject, and really, it's hard to understand why. You know, but. Um, it's um it's a cultural a lot of things is a cultural like um a lot of things i truly believe that how we live life and how russia lives life is completely different i'm talking about we as talking about as ukrainians um although it is there is a lot of intertwine but it's two different mentalities although president putin uh said that we are the same we are not the same Mm -hmm. Uh, absolutely not what are the different mentalities um, there's many of them. Uh, one of them is fight for freedom. Um, I truly believe that Russia is not able to fight for freedom. They have only um, fight for food. If their refrigerator will get empty, that's when they're going to be walking out on the street. Uh, Ukrainians, you don't need to have empty refrigerator to walk out on the street and, and do that. And they prove that it's so many different times, not in, only in 2014, but 2014 was the... Um, big scary moment for Russia because they saw that Ukraine taking a strive towards Europe and they want to be in civil. They don't want to have that Soviet, you know, good days of Soviet Union when you can buy, you know, ice cream for 25 cents. Mm -hmm. We don't need that. We need to live free. We need to um, actually talk to people and, and live with rest of the world, not just buckle up with two, three countries that still believe in Soviet Union. Right. Jennifer, Alex. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, it's been our honor to have you here with us in studio to peel back these layers and give us some personal insight to who you are as men and women and to see Ukraine. Uh, This is a very difficult time, Mm -hmm. but we have total confidence, as I'm sure you do, Alex and Jennifer, that Ukraine will prevail. Yes. 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 And and please know that you have friends Mm. who pray for you and for your country. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for having us. We'll take a short break and uh, reset here in just a few minutes. You're listening to Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. This is 101.5 Word FM. It's W-O-R-D. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Home Show now through Sunday. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. Windows 
Hi, I'm Al Averroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is picking up, markets are volatile, and the dream of a comfortable retirement is harder to attain than ever before. Nobody wants to run out of money in retirement. That's why I'm going to share something that your financial advisor doesn't want you to know. With our investment strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year. And when the stock market goes down, your investments won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money to brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to help build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Where can you find a high-quality, locally hand-built mattress at a factory direct value? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our factory direct business model allows us to provide a better quality mattress at a better price when compared to mainstream mattress brands. That's because we manufacture our mattresses in our local factories and sell them directly to you, eliminating the middleman markup and saving you money. And we can provide fast local delivery as well as pickup seven days a week at our factory location. Visit an original mattress factory location near you. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. This is Greg Truszynski, and at the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream brands. Visit OriginalMattress.com to learn more. You can read newspapers and watch television. But I think until, obviously, we've just seen that, heard that, until you encounter Ukrainians face-to-face, you do not understand the depths of their resolve and their heartbreak and how those two intermingle here to talk to Alex and uh, think about his mother and his sister in Ukraine and all of his friends that are left behind and their spirit and willingness to be there. I just love it so much, and I truly believe, like we said on air, that they will not be deterred, that Ukraine will be victorious in the end. It is just, uh, I don't know, it's one of those moments that you, it's funny that you're living through, because a lot of these heroic um, moments that we've seen, especially in Eastern Europe, are things that we've read about in textbooks. Exactly. It feels like history. Right. It feels like history. And this is uh, history unfolding in front of us. And so just to try to imagine, you know, what people are going to be learning about 20 years from now, 50 years from now, 100 years from now, when they look back on the Ukrainians of today. And it's impossible not to place yourself in that position. You, You see and hear Alex's story and you think, if that was I, how would mm-hmm. I respond? If I was in that position, what, what would, would that be like? So this goes without saying, of course, that our prayers of, are acutely moment to moment with Ukrainian people. And especially to humanize it, to think about them here in Pittsburgh and the far reaches beyond. And with every Russian person who's resisting. Yes. Because we know that there are many many Russian people who do not believe in this aggression and are resisting on their own and we pray for their strength and peace as well. And so undoubtedly as evil comes our way, we consume that and turn it into prayer and peace backwards into that direction. As always, 
We appreciate your time here with us. That's the 4 o'clock hour of the ride home. Stay with us. Much more ahead during the 5 o'clock hour. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Сотни, сотни тысяч людей у містах на грані між життям і смертю. Буквально. In a video address from an undisclosed location, Ukrainian President Zelensky pleading again with Western countries to provide air support. Meanwhile, as the war rages on, President Biden is cracking down harder on Moscow. We're banning all imports of Russian oil and gas and energy. The president's announcement came following bipartisan pressure in Congress to ban Russian oil imports. He declared that America will not be part of subsidizing Vladimir Putin's war. Mr. Biden also said... Defending freedom is going to cost. It's going to cost us as well in the United States. He bluntly said the soaring price of gasoline will go up further because of the ban. Greg Clugston, Washington. And on Wall Street, the Dow had 200 points, the Nasdaq up 130. This is SRN News. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7, 365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Mirna from Guatemala who fights every day just to keep her children fed. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. COVID-19 has left the world's poorest families on the brink of starvation. Throughout the Caribbean and Latin America, the basics of food and access to clean water are a daily struggle. I only get food when other people give me food. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you answer the desperate prayers of moms and kids. Your gift of $175 will provide food for a year and water for life for two suffering children. Just pennies a day gives food and water, hope and life. Please, give life now. Call 855-828-4673, 855-828-4673, or click the red Give Life banner at wordfm.com. Got questions? Cornerstone TV has answers for today's hot topics and your burning questions on faith, family, and more. Hope happens here. No prayer that has begun in heaven is ever rejected when it gets back. It, it yeah. sounds like I'm the only one that got it right up here. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> hang out with our Hard Questions team Thursdays, 2 p.m. and 9 p.m. on Cornerstone Television Network. 
To serve as a ruling elder is a high and holy office. RPTS now offers five flexible online courses to help you shepherd the Church of God. The Ruling Elders Program features courses on biblical counseling, interpretation, worship, the church, care and administration, plus preaching at elective options that best fit your ministry paradigm. No papers, no exams, just solid biblical teaching from experienced pastor professors. Individual and group rates available. RPTS. Study under pastors. Learn more at rpts.edu. For tonight, it will turn cloudy with rain and snow showers towards dawn. Expect little to no accumulation, however. We'll see a low of 33. For tomorrow, periods of rain. Tomorrow will reach a high of 42. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy skies, the low 28. Cloudy skies for Thursday will reach a high Thursday of 48. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today for the edition of The Ride Home. It's hard to be um, lighthearted in some ways after our last conversation during the 4 o'clock hour. Yep. And our 5 o'clock hour uh, promises to be uh, as compelling as well. In just a few minutes, we'll talk with Father Jason Sharon who joins us from Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church, just back. And when I say just back, just back yesterday from uh, Ukraine and Poland. And he has a story to tell as well. Being balanced about your life in, a, in moments like this when you're not, uh, when it's not your country who's been attacked, I'm finding it really challenging. How so? Well, I... <sighs> One of the hardships about being in the internet age is that your energy can get completely consumed by things that you can do nothing about hmm. that are completely on the other side of the globe. Right. Um, and it doesn't mean that those things aren't important. It just means that it seems very immediate to us, even though we're so far away. And then when something happens right next door to us that is immediate, that we can do something about, we don't have anything left. Right. I mean, they talk about, you know, Vietnam being the first televised war. Uh, this is the first, and of course, there have been many wars, and we've seen that since 9-11, but this is the first large-scale war that is of the Internet age, right? I mean, people are tweeting in real time as they are being attacked. You see mm-hmm. atrocities happening live on video from, you know, different platforms. I'm finding it difficult on social media, John, to um, – there's no way to, to – to figure out whether what you're seeing is accurate or not or whether it's timely or not. I think you have to go through a little bit of a process of figuring out what people you're going to follow and whether you trust them or not. Right. Because otherwise you can just go down a hole of just seeing all sorts of stuff and not knowing. If exactly. I mean, it was like, remember, we talked to Chris Martin last week. Yeah. He spent a lot of time and, you know, he said, he talked about that, about how do you curate reliable sources no matter what you're interested in? Mm-hmm. And that's one of those times. It's kind of like, this is new for us, so we reinvent the wheel and try to find those people and those places whether it's ukraine's in country or some state sponsored whatever everyone's kind of searching for as always the truth and what is the truth right 
Well, we're going to actually go to the border of Poland and Ukraine in just a couple of minutes because our friend Father Jason Sharon just back from that border. Uh, he took a surprise trip last Friday and um, he's back in the U.S. and we're eager to talk to him about what he saw, what it was like there, how people at his um, at Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie are faring and what their relationship is with people who are overseas fighting. That's right. We'll take a quick break. As always, your presence here is so welcome. We're diving deeper into a situation that is far from us, but very close to our hearts. Stay with us. It's The Ride Home, Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. 101.5 WORD. Regardless of your job, your bank balance, and even some reckless things you've done in life, do you believe that you can make a difference in your community? Well, this week on Through the Bible, we've met a broken, beat-up girl who introduced her whole town to Jesus. Hop aboard as the Bible bus continues its trip through the Gospel of John. Through the Bible, this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to Manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or Find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. Father Jason Sharon is with us. Father Sharon's been a regular guest of ours, a friend of ours for many, many years here in the Ride Home. And he has a story to tell. Just back from Ukraine, uh, spent a little over a week there, and uh, 
I want to hear the story. So, Jason, above all, it is just fascinating and fabulous to see you. We're so you. glad to see you. We are. Seriously. Uh, okay, no, wait. Let me break in. And, let me break in and say that you were on our show on Friday, I believe, and you were talking to us via phone. This was two Fridays ago. Two Fridays ago. Oh, two okay. Fridays yeah. ago. Okay, I know you don't remember back that far. But um, You were in studio once and then on phone. Yeah. Okay. You were, anyway, as you were on the phone, I don't know if you remember this, but you said, you guys, I'm really sorry. You were kind of getting your words confused and you said, I'm sorry, I'm just really nervous. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's funny because he's been on the show like 50 times. I wonder why he's nervous. Not having any idea what you were planning yeah. at that point. And of course, we didn't find that out for several days. So talk about exactly what you were planning. Right. So I, I didn't tell you at the time, but uh, as I was talking to you, I was also planning this trip to uh, to Ukraine. Uh, and it was the day after or the day of uh, the, the, the attack and um, the initial attack. And uh, so I um, there were a lot of variables, a lot of moving parts, and we didn't know how we'd get out. Um, but uh, what happened is that how you'd get out of the country, get out of, the, get out of Ukraine. Okay, you know, um, so there's just a lot of moving parts. And what the background is that uh, Alan Sherwood, a parishioner of mine, great guy, uh, businessman here in in uh, Pittsburgh, um, around Christmas time, he and his wife uh, hosted um, uh, an orphan from Ukraine, just to give her an experience of of Christmas in America, and um, uh, so they they really fell in love with this little girl. Um, and Alan t- mentioned to her, like the night before she returned back, she was with him for about five weeks, I think. Um, and he mentioned to her, you know, Karina, if anything bad ever happens over there, I- I'll come and rescue you. Uh, well, little did he know that a few months later, Russia would invade. And um, so he gets news, uh, I think uh, it was a Thursday, uh, that the invasion had happened. And uh, he then it's, it's, it strikes him that he made this promise to a little orphan girl, a little girl who's used to people not fulfilling their promises. How old is Karina? She was uh, eight or nine. Yeah, nine. I think nine. And um, and just, just a, a cute as a button. And so he comes to me and says, I'm, I have to go. I have to go. He doesn't know the language. He doesn't know the landscape. He doesn't know anybody there. Um, but he has to go. And the invasion's underway. Yeah. Yeah, the invasion's underway. So I, you know, I say, Alan, I, I, okay, here's what you have to do. Here's the checklist. I'd like to go with you, but you know, I've got this, 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 this. I've got seven children. I've got two parishes, and then I, I realize, yeah, but this little girl has no one, and there are lots of little girls like that in Ukraine, little boys. Uh, so I, I went out of the room and I went to my wife and I said, Helena, here's the situation, and she said, you have my permission to go, mm-hmm. and uh, I called my bishop and. My bishop said, go. And so I, I, I said, Alan, let's, let's do this. And uh, that night, I think, and I can't remember now if it was Thursday or if it was just sure. all a blur. Um, but uh, that, that night, we, uh, we uh, left for Helsinki, Helsinki to Poland, and then we took two taxis from Poland, from Warsaw down to Lublin, Lublin to the border. A taxi. You took a taxi yeah. to the Ukrainian border. Yeah, they, you couldn't rent. You could not rent cars. Is that uh, right? They had a ban on cars going towards the border. Um, it was it was impossible. There were about seven or eight in the Warsaw International Airport. There were about seven or eight different uh, car rental agencies, and they had a complete ban on cars going anywhere near the Ukrainian sure. border. So uh, we took taxis. 
what did you say to the taxi driver? Take me to the border, and he said, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. The uh, well, the first one, it, w- it was a long drive, so we went, you know, uh, to Lublin, which is about three a three and a half hour taxi ride. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it, it cost all of about eighteen dollars or something. Oh my gosh! Um, and uh, no, it was more, a little more than that. But uh, we we slept over there, and then um, uh, we went uh, the next morning. Went to liturgy, uh, and then we. Uh, uh, went to uh, to the border with a taxi, and this guy was amazing. He, uh, like so many of the Poles, um, and Poles and Ukrainians historically have not been close friends. Mm-hmm, they, right. They've had some really horrible history, um, as bad as the history is right now between Russia and Poland, uh, Russia and Ukraine. That was the history between Russia, between Ukraine and, and Poland for many, many years. Mm. And uh, you, you go to Poland, I, I don't know how many tears I cried during that time of seeing these Poles just carrying ukrainian flags around on their mm. cars on their buses uh you know the newsmen having the ukrainian mm. uh flag on their lapel everywhere really? and they're just rooting for and they're opening up their homes for ukrainians there there's they, they're the whole they can travel anywhere in poland for free uh, on the train systems uh no one's taking any money from the mm. ukrainians it's a law that they if you're ukrainian well, you get a free train ride um my enemy is your enemy yeah, well, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, these poles, they really, it, it's more than that. They feel from them because they know what it's like to live. Be oppressed. To be oppressed. And uh, and invaded. Yeah, so we, we eventually made it to the ta- to the border, and uh, the, the taxi driver was just so awesome. He wanted to help, and uh, he wasn't allowed to go into Ukraine but um, uh, with his car. And we just um, made the sign of the cross, and uh, we told him, you know, wait around for 20 minutes or so, and uh, uh, maybe they won't let us in. And uh, we just walked, and it was like a scene from The Walking Dead, you know, that that, that TV show uh, from year, yeah. years ago. And uh, when, uh, you know, Rick Rimes is walking into Atlanta, and uh, all these, like, miles and miles and miles of cars uh, are, are, are leaving it. And, uh, you know, he's walking in, the whole side of the road is completely open, and it was, that's what it was, is you walk into Ukraine, and um, it was just completely open. And I've, I've been in and out of Ukraine many times in the past 24 years. Um, and it, it's always a hassle, always a hassle getting in. Uh, and uh, this time, it was nothing. I just showed my passport. They stamped it. Didn't even look at my face. And, and I went, and we, we walked across. No restrictions whatsoever. You no. went right in. Yep. So you walk into Ukraine, and you're single-minded in looking for this little girl. You knew what the or- where the orphanage was. What was it like to find your way from the border into the orphanage? How far away was that? Well, the the sad thing is is that the orphanage is um, quite far from the border. It's halfway across the country and oh, is wow. just outside of Kiev. And uh, the, the 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 director of the orphanage is a wonderful man. He's a, a Baptist, and all Baptists are wonderful people, right? So, <laughs> and uh, he, he's just an absolutely wonderful, God fearing man. And he takes care of twenty two orphans, twenty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his that's his full time job. And um, he, he uh, I think he was a little hesitant, you know. Uh, we were calling him ahead of time, leave, 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 leave. And, uh, you know, you just, what, what do you do when you pick up 22 orphans? Where do you go? It's not you, you right. can stay at a, at a on someone's porch, you know. Right. You so he, the Holiday Inn. he tried staying as long as he could. And then, uh, so the night before we crossed into the border, I called him and I said, we're here. And he said, okay. And uh, he loaded up. 26 people because there are 22 orphans and a, his, his daughter and grandson and one other person and they put 26 people into a 15 passenger van and they drove eight and a half hours uh through war torn ukraine uh to get to our rendezvous point oh my gosh 
Jason. Yeah, that was just the start of it, though. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, so then you meet, and he does he literally trust you and say, I'm handing over these children to you? He, he, well, he was hesitant. And, uh, right for good for reason. So, yeah, you know, this, these are... They're, they're not his kids, but they're his kids. Of course. And, and he, he's a grizzly bear of a guy. You know, he doesn't want anything to happen to them. And we, we had talked over the phone, and uh, um, but that was really it. You right. know, and uh, anyone who is familiar with orphanages in Ukraine has to be cognizant of the, the horror of child trafficking. Mm-hmm. And um, so I could tell he was sizing us up, and rightfully sure, sure. so. I'd, I'd be afraid if he just, here, here they are. Um, These my babies. Yeah. So... Uh, um, we met with him, and then we went to the uh, attorney to to do paperwork to make sure that you know he was giving Alan authority to uh, you know to to take care of these kids uh, once they get outside of the country. So you're agreeing at this point to take all 22 kids. Yeah. So we were going to take them to safety, take them across the border, um, and to where? Uh, well, we we had a, a plane ready on standby to 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 take them uh, here to the U.S. But it all fell apart. Okay, so initially it was one child that a promise was made to. It turned into 22 children in the hopes that you would come back to the United States, but none of that happened. Right. So he said, you know, listen, I can't just let one of these babies go. Mm-hmm. They all have to go. They, are, they okay. all have to go. Okay. Because they're siblings. Some, A lot of them are siblings. So they're like 20, 22 kids. He had, a, he had guardianship over 21 of them. And um, but of the twenty one, there were like four families in there. Oh. So uh, you can't just part, take one, sure. and leave the rest. So he said, "It's all or nothing." And uh, anyhow, wow. in, in, in the the haze of war, because uh, there was a, a Russian bomb dropped four kilometers from their front door on a on a Ukrainian gas line, and it lit up the whole night sky. And he showed it to me on the phone, and I, I looked and I read about the report actually on the way in, and I, I knew where it was. And I knew it was near the orphanage. I didn't know it was that close to it. And then the day they the really thing that really made them leave was a Russian fighter jet went right over the 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 roof of the orphanage like, and uh, so that was that was that was the sign to get out of Dodge. Um, so yeah, we 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 met him in Lviv, the western part of Ukraine. It's a cultural center of Ukraine, and uh, um, then we it, it all came out that in the in the rush to get out away from the Russians, they're rushing from away from the Russians, is that uh, they, they didn't have any of the passports. The children didn't? Yeah, oh, no. No. Oh. no, they had clothes on their back. Uh, some of them had birth certificates. Um, but limited paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so now this is getting more complicated at this point. You know, they're alive and they got, they, they've driven through all these military checkpoints and everything. Um, but you have control of these children to some degree, legal or not. Well, there they are in front of you. Well, he's their legal guardian, you know. And Alex, uh, uh, Alex, or the man who runs the orphanage. The man who runs the orphanage. He's their legal guardian. And was he with you at this point? And he was with us at this point. Okay. So, um, anyhow, we signed papers saying, you know, if they get outside of the country, he's going to let Alan have this, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, a trust. And uh, uh, so we we sleep overnight. I arranged a place at a at a, at a seminary where I used to teach twenty three years ago who would have thought and um uh you know we get up and uh, the next morning and we uh you know we go to you we, we go to the border so we drive we get a bus and by this time more people young families joined in so we had a bus of like 40 43 people on this bus hmm. and uh we drive we decided not to go into poland because the 
the lineup there and some some of the crossings was four days long oh hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people right? oh yeah four days I mean, long. oh my gosh um i met one guy and i don't know if he's telling me the truth or not but he was uh from nepal and he had to just get out of ukraine and uh, he said he was he was standing there for six days. I don't know if it was if that was true or not. I don't know how you 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 stay outside for six days, but that's what he told me. Um, Jason, I'm sorry. How fluent are you in Ukrainian? I'm fluent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So that that was the blessing. Right? <laughs> so um, we decided we can't take 43 people and risk them sitting at the border for. Four days. Indeterminate, you know. So we go down to Slovakia, and that means going through the Carpathian Mountains with these hairpin turns. And, uh, but it's, you know, there are checkpoints, and, uh, you know, every checkpoint they stop you to look at your passports and all this stuff. And who are these kids? Yeah. So it was the same story every time. And, you know, so that was a seven, seven hour, seven and a half hour drive. Um, and then we, we get into Slovakia, and I, we're getting there, and I realize that, um, you know, I, I'm responsible for all these 43 people, and uh, we're not going to have a, a place to stay. So I, I call in a favor to Father Valerian here in Upper St. Clair, and this, he's, he's the most connected priest in the world. So I, I call him from the hills and Carpathian Mountains, and I say, we need a place for 43 people to sleep tonight. 22 of them are orphans. And he says, give me one hour. No. Yep. And and he he calls me back in thirty minutes and says forty three people right. I said yes. You've got a place. Fabulous. Yeah. That's connections. That's the Church of, of the Living God. That's wow. incredible. And uh, so those the the, the 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 priests he knew there they scrambled they turned earth upside down and um, <laughs> I noticed in the message that he sent to me is like it's in uh, this one city and it said Czech Republic and I thought uh, probably it's a typo when I get to the border. And uh, they had a bus ready for us. They had meals ready for us. They had, you know, change of socks and blankets ready for us. And uh, they said, now, now here's the bus, because there were lots of people at the border. And uh, I say, how long is the bus? Well, it's an eight and a half hour bus ride through the night because there was no place in the inn. It was just full. So we had to drive eight hours to this. And he got us a four-star hotel in uh, another country. So we drove through Slovakia in the middle of the night to Czech Republic, and uh, these kids, for the first time in their lives, saw a four-star hotel. <laughs> and, was there a swimming pool? Uh, no, no, but it, it was really nice, and uh, they, they they thought that it was it was uh, it was paradise. Of course, you know. Um, so that that was that was really Fabulous. beautiful. And the beautiful thing is, this businessman who owns it, you know, he had the manager go to. It's a, it's a hotel for business clients. I see. Uh, the neighboring factory, and uh, he had the the manager go to all the bit the clients of the hotel, saying, "Listen, uh, we're hosting uh, these forty three people. Twenty two of them are orphans, and uh, we're giving them these two floors of the hotel. It was a small hotel, but really nice, and uh, giving them a heads up. So if you aren't comfortable, mm-hmm. you should leave." And every one of them said, not only are we happy that you're doing this, but that makes us want to come back even more that you would do this. And they, they, um, th- these clients who were there for business meetings and whatnot, they, they went out and bought all kinds of things for the kids and uh, just spoiled them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Romanians, uh, Poles, Hungarians, mm-hmm. they, they just you know showered them with love people are amazing and uh they wouldn't and then uh, at the end you know alan alan sponsored so you know that sponsored this so much and uh he wanted to pay the you know the, the hotel owner for 
for putting them up, and the man was deeply offended. Mm. You know, he, he did not want to take any money for this. So, um, was that one night or two? Oh, uh, I think they ended up staying there three nights. Uh, I think they stayed three nights. I left. Um, uh, so, so th- this it got a little more complicated at this point because uh, we wanted to go to the nearest Polish, uh, the nearest Ukrainian embassy, which was in, in, uh, across the border in Poland. So then. Next day, we go up to Poland, and we met with the Ukrainian ambassador. To talk about some sort of visa yeah, for these kids? Yeah, and, uh, you know, because this is, this is kind of sketchy. You know, 22 orphans, they don't have passports. And, uh, who are you guys? Yeah, who are you guys? And uh, the, the ambassador uh, kind of broke our hearts, but he was, he was honest and upfront. He said, listen, I know you guys are trying to help, and I, I don't have any suspicion of you guys, but... Um, this isn't going to fly. So you're just going to – it's a war. Let them stay in the area here. Find a neighboring country. Get them their paperwork. And then, you know, after they get paperwork, it's not going to be a problem if the U.S. government wants to give them a visa yeah. to give them a visa. But you don't want to risk some sure, sure. really big issues. I mean, you went – you did yeoman's work in the interim to get those kids out of there, right? And, and that's why we went. That was the main reason we went, you know, was just to get them to safety. So the 22 kids, but what about the the party around them? You said 40, how many? 43, yeah. 43. And they're with you the entire time as well? Yes. Yeah, so they were, they were like, there's martial law. So uh, men between the ages of 18 and 60 cannot leave the country um, so that the women and children can leave. And, uh, so we, it was an emo- emotional scene. You know, these um, some of these men were priests, um, and they have to stay back. And uh, they got we got to the, the bus, and they said goodbye to their wives and their their kids. Um, it was it was hard to, to the watch. Men went that. back, and the, and the, the women went and back, the, and the kids stayed. You know, yeah. and so they, they came with us, and uh, um, so we're uh, they're 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 still in Czech Republic, and they're trying to decide uh, what to do. And I think they'll end up here, hopefully. Um, and uh, the as for the the orphans, um, until they get their paperwork sorted out, they're in uh, in Lithuania. I see. Uh, so they went on to Lithuania because the their guardian uh, of the orphanage has family there, and um, all things being equal, in a time like this, you want to be near family. So of course, right. so he took the kids. They're staying in in Lithuania, getting their paperwork regularized, and uh, in the meantime. Uh, you know, we've done fundraising to uh, to sponsor them uh, in in terms of you know any of their needs. So Alan and Alan just without this without Alan, none of this would have happened. Alan he Sherwood, was, yeah, he was just the the driving force behind this. And uh, um, but in the meantime, we've done fundraising. People in Pittsburgh are this is a city of champions. <laughs> I'm not speaking about athletics. I'm speaking about spiritual victory. Mm-hmm. And people have come out of the woodwork and. Um, uh, just unbelievable support. Uh, so we're um, in the meantime, we'll be sending um, you know a lot of this money to these orphans in in Lithuania until Fabulous. things are, are are regularized. And so, best case of best case, these kids were orphans, but you're saying in some way they reconnected with relatives, distant or not. So the fact is, they they probably won't leave. Oh no no no! no. The the director of the orphanage. He has a his son-in-law. I see, and and daughter. One of his daughters live in Lithuania, so he he took the whole group there, and uh, just to get things stabilized and to figure out what's the best choice for these kids. I but see. none of those kids have family in Lithuania. Truly orphans. Yeah, and they, they, I mean he, they were supported by the Ukrainian government, um, but now that he's outside of the country, you know he's he's dependent on on the charity of others. So that's that's what our 
uh, we're hoping to do. I see. Well, that's a heck of a story. We need oh, to take a quick yeah. break. Let's step aside. Father we, Jason Chiron. Yeah, yeah, Jason will join us in the next portion of our show, so stay with us on the ride home. It's a Tuesday edition. There is a lot going on. Jason, again, glad you're back in the States. Thank you. Okay. God is good. Story goes on. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800 800- Three four three eighty six thirty eight. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-343-8638. 800-343-8638. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's soft cover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. This is Tim Seckler inviting you to tune in each and every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by my law firm, the Seckler Law Firm. Each week, we'll talk about your family's well-being as it relates to elder law, nursing home stays, estate planning, and keeping your hard-earned savings. And if you missed the Life and Legacy Show, you will find it archived at secklerlawfirm.com. See you Saturday morning at 9 a.m. right here on Word FM 101.5 for the Life and Legacy Show. We are On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. The United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and the largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. The USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal agencies with free safety equipment donations and officer survival training along with cash donations to families of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty, college scholarships for the children of law enforcement, a citizen awareness program and more for more information on the usdsa and how you can help visit usdeputy.org for tonight it will turn cloudy with rain and snow showers towards dawn expect little to no accumulation however we'll see a low of 33 for tomorrow periods of rain tomorrow will reach a high of 42 tomorrow night mostly cloudy skies the low 28 Cloudy skies for Thursday will reach a high Thursday of 48. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. 
talking with Father Jason Sharon. He's telling us a story, his journey over the last week or so, where he went in with a friend, Alan Sherwood, and they were looking to rescue a little Ukrainian orphan girl and found themselves in the midst of 22 Ukrainian orphan kids, along with a party of some 40 people who were support. Uh, Jason, in that journey, just you counted down the number of countries you were in. Do that for us here on air. Yeah, so in the, in the few days that, that um, I, I had been gone, uh, we were in Finland, uh, connecting flights and whatnot, you know, yeah. long layovers. Here you go, whatnot, but connect Finland, the dots. Uh, Poland, uh, twice, Ukraine, Slovakia, Czech Republic, Germany, um, and Newark, New Jersey, which is its own. That airport is its, <laughs> it's own. It's its own country. Oh, I've been There's to Newark. There's no question about I it. I know Newark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, all, we all know Newark. Uh, Jason, I want to ask you about that moment when you were uh, crossing from Poland into Ukraine at first. Um, and, of course, there's a, a unbelievable backup um, that I've seen photographs and video of, of people trying to get out of the country. The Ukrainians, God bless You're them. trying to get in. Yeah. Was there a moment when you thought, if I get in, how am I ever going to get out? Yeah, that that was my my constant thought. Those initially just crossing the border, and and I I could look past this fence, and then I saw this endless line of cars, and uh, I just thought, well, you you do the good that's before you, and you you leave the uncertainty into the hands of God. But uh, I didn't know how we were gonna gonna get out, and uh, uh, I I called someone uh, who I knew from you know twenty years ago, and. Uh, um, he he knew how we could do it with with a large group, and uh, that's that's what we were able to do. And the secret was finding a bus. That was the mm. key. Um, the, the lineup is is very long for cars, um, but if you can manage to get a bus filled with people, then the buses are allowed uh, to go in this express lane, you know, right up to the front. And there's there's a lineup of people who've walked in. Um, but it, it, it's, you know, it's not that deep. Um, you might have to wait worst case scenario, four hours. Um, and, uh, so, so that's, that's what we were able to do, but it was tough getting, uh, getting a bus cause everyone, everyone had been finding out about this, this trick, you know, of, uh, um, the bus. getting the bus to get into the pedestrian line. Um, and so that's how we did it. And I, I mean, this is the ultimate case of the haves and the haves nots. It had to break your heart. I mean, by the grace of God, there you had a bus in transportation, and you look out the window, and there are you know thousands and thousands of Ukrainian men, women, and children streaming across the border looking for some measure of safety. Yeah, how difficult is that? Must must have been to swallow. Yeah, you uh, you want to take them all, but in trying to take them all, you'll take none. You know, and and uh, our our mission was for these these twenty two orphans, and without us. They, that, that it would have been impossible. Right. So, what about that? You know, you, I'm glad you you told me here you, you speak fl- uh, fluent Ukrainian. Um, conversations with these kids, what were they revealing? How were they? What was their what state was their, of mind? Yes. You know, it, it, kids are um, icons of, in, in one sense, God's pure love. You know, mm-hmm. here they are, orphans, uh, living in a home with, you know, so many others crammed like sardines on a 15-passenger van for eight and a half hours and then another seven hours and then another eight-hour drive. And they're just so grateful, bubbling over like a spring with joy and uh, playing games and and laughing and uh, um, giggling. And they just had nothing but gratitude and and joy. 
and it, it was I, I was expecting to see something else, you know. Uh, so that that's that's all I can report is just this mm. this this bursting joy, <laughs> and uh, uh, maybe it's just because they they were away from from that uh, you know the horror of the, of the of the bomb that right. they, they they isn't saw. that interesting? But leaving behind yeah. their country and all that they've ever known to an unknown destination. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had never. A lot of them have. Most of them had never been outside of the country before. I'm sure. Some of them had been in the states, um, you know, visiting uh, host families for Christmas and whatnot. But uh, yeah, they were just filled with gratitude. And Jesus said, "If you don't become like one of them, if you don't become like that, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven." Right. And there you see it in front of you. Wow. Yeah, just pure. They just receive gifts with such gratitude, you know. And you know, when, when people are more cynical and older, they receive a gift, but they're kind of, "Oh, what, what is this? And why, do you, why are you giving it to me?" But <laughs> with kids, it's just like, "Wow!" Uh, mm. Pure, pure receptivity. And uh, but one of the interesting things when I was going into Ukraine, uh, this caught my eye. That there was this young woman walking into Ukraine with us. So you have Alan and myself, and I'm thinking, you're the only young woman walking into Ukraine. Wait, that video? Yeah. Lazel? Yes. When we come back, we'll play the audio from that video uh, because it's amazing. Uh, just when we also come back, I need to talk about God in the midst of this because, Jason, you know, we connected, and I'm sure you talked about Pittsburgh. How many people. We prayed for you. Man. Praying for you and your safety and all that yeah. to think of God in the midst of all this. The Ukrainian people, God bless them in their hearts. And uh, it's just so much to bear. I, we'll take a quick break and come back. Right. Father Jason Jerome joins us. Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church here in the city of Pittsburgh. We'll be right back. WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Are you facing a test of your faith? Tests come in two kinds. The devil tempts us to do evil to cause us to stumble. God tests us to cause us to stand. What God wants to do is to make our faith strong and pure. Join us for more of Adrian Rogers' series, Champions of Faith, this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for Him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna from Guatemala, who fights every day just to keep her children fed. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. COVID-19 has left the world's poorest families on the brink of starvation. Throughout the Caribbean and Latin America, the basics of food and access to clean water are a daily struggle. I only get food when other people give me food. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you answer the desperate prayers of moms and kids. Your gift of $175 will provide food for a year and water for life for two suffering children. Just pennies a day gives food and water, hope and life. Please, give life now. Call 855-828-4673, 855-828-4673, or click the red Give Life banner at wordfm.com. For over 40 years, First Baptist Christian School of Butler has quietly offered parents one of the most affordable, high-quality Christian educations around. A complete education from pre-K through 12th grade with free busing, smaller classes, an extremely high teacher-student ratio, competitive athletics, and SAT scores well above the national average. Think an affordable Christian education is beyond your reach? Think again. 
First Baptist Christian School of Butler at butlerfbcs.com. It's a very common fear to have a fear of the dentist. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. I feel particularly drawn to making sure that all patients are at ease. That extra gentle touch, the extra nudge to tell them it's okay, we'll get through this together. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. We've all been thinking a lot lately about the air we breathe. QDOT has been thinking about it for over 100 years, providing big HVAC solutions for the commercial industry, including healthcare, where air quality is paramount. Does your home deserve any less? For affordable solutions, including their new bipolar ionizer, which may eliminate up to 99.4% of airborne viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, breathe easier with QDOT. Call 412-366-6200 or visit q-dot.com. Talking about Ukraine, Ukrainian orphans, the war, of course, God's sovereignty on the throne, all that with Father Jason Sharon, Holy Trinity Catholic Ukrainian Church in Carnegie, Pennsylvania. Uh, Jason, just as we were leaving um, our last segment, you, you talked about going uh, back into Ukraine, going into Ukraine for the first time. And of course, we've seen the images, the videos, the photographs of the thousands and thousands of two million people, refugees on the move. The, the largest movement of refugees since World War II. But a, as you're going in, there's a, a young woman also going in, right. and and you spoke to her. Yes. Tell us the story. Well, I want all your listeners, uh, John and Kathy, to know about uh, Lisa, uh, because people have been, Russian propaganda uh, has been telling people this is, uh, you know, war to protect Russian speakers and uh, uh, that the Ukrainians are oppressing Russian speakers. Uh, Lisa's narrative contradicts all of that. Uh, she's an ethnic Russian, Russian-speaking, um, and she's from from Kiev. Um, and the building near her was was blown out, some sort of I don't know what kind of explosive. And uh, she took her 18-month-old baby, her only child, and uh, made a dash to the border, all the way from Kiev. And uh, how far is that? Uh, well, by car, you know, it, it's uh, in ideal conditions. It's uh, uh, to the border would be five hours, um, but less than ideal during wartime. Yeah, so during outside of long time. Uh, yeah, so it's well. So she got there, and her the father of the child um, uh, was uh, he's he's Polish, and he was waiting at the border for them, and uh, they had a reunion, and and then uh, she told me she just it struck her that she couldn't she couldn't leave her country, and uh, this mother handed her 18-month-old child into the arms of, of her uh, husband. Um, and she, uh, she kissed them both, and she turned around and uh, walked back into Ukraine. And that's when I met her. And she was just, she was a, she was a mess. But uh, she, she said, what, look what they did to my city. Look what they did to my neighborhood, to my neighbors. Uh, and, and they want me to leave. I'm not leaving. And uh, so she's, she's back. She went back to fight. Mm-hmm. And so you have the wherewithal, Jason, which I really appreciate to pull your phone out and to talk to her for a second on the video, which I'm, I'm telling you, I've watched a hundred times. I just, I, I love it so much. We posted it on our Facebook page, The Ride Home with John and Kathy on Facebook. And uh, let's play, let's play the audio right now. This is Lisa here from Kiev. Lisa, why, why are you coming back to Ukraine? Tell us about yourself. Hi, I 
I'm Lisa and I'm 24. I have a little son and I just gave him to his father in Poland. And now I'm coming back to Ukraine and I want to go to Lviv and just doing something because they crash the house near my house at night and uh, I live in Kiev. Kiev, I burn. I the house, burn the house in, burned right near you? Yes, yes. Uh, I born in Kiev yes. and it's my home. It's my home. I can do all here. Ukrainians need me. I think so. Ukraine needs Ukraine needs you and the world needs your witness. Thank you, Lisa. Like I said, I, I, I've watched this video with the sound and and with the sound off as well because her her body language says so much. I mean, clearly she's broken and her eyes and the sorrow in her. I, I would really encourage you to go find this on her Facebook page just for you can see the intimacy of one person standing up to the Russian onslaught. I mean, it's just, it's uh, it's so beautiful and at the same time so heartbreaking, Jason. It really was, and I I wanted to help her, but... I, what can you do? What could I do, you know? And I, I thought, uh, I have to let, I just have, I don't like recording people. You know, it, it seems invasive to me, but I mm. thought... I'm so glad you did. Everyone has to see this story. And yeah. uh, so I, I, rec- I asked her if, if she'd mind me recording her, and she, she said... You can do it. And uh, so I did it. Talk about the provision of God for you when you were away, how you saw the hand of God talking to Lisa, talking to um, the orphans that you met, just just the amazing path, the torturous path you took from when you left Pittsburgh and coming back again. Um, you know, when you're in uh, grade three, you're, you're reading these books that have, um, uh, I don't know what they're called, but they have variable endings so you can you read choose your own choose your own you know and um that's what it was like we didn't know how we'd we'd get once the the car rental agency wouldn't let us rent here's the fork in the road yeah so well what do you do it's like god you're you're sovereign you're in charge and if if you want these kids to 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 get out then you're in charge this is you're gonna have to provide an option and um so that that door opened, you know, and we we, we ended up getting a, a taxi, and and there were a number of cases like that of just things opening up, and uh, um, in the midst of it, there's you know mental uncertainty, mm-hmm. but there's uh, the counter to it is this uh, peace in the heart, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I I can't understand if something like people when I I met there, I went to Ukraine, and uh, some of the women we were women we were getting out with their children they wanted to know plans you know hours places and i i just said i don't know that you know i but i know god will provide and if, if you trust in him and uh and he did every time um so there's amidst the intellectual uncertainty um there's the uh the corresponding peace that comes with uh being in the the arms of your father mm. and uh that 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 never left us um but the uh, you know the concern, the the intellectual, cognitive concern about how is all how are all these pieces going to fall into place, uh, you know that was there very real sure. that was but there. then there's the power of the Holy Spirit yeah yeah uh, the calm assurance that all will be well, um, so it was uh, it, it was really beautiful and what what another beautiful thing about Ukraine right now is uh, that these people have found their calling and their dignity uh you know mm. we often don't find our yeah. um 
our responsibility, our, our maturity, um, until we are invested with great responsibility. Yeah. And uh, this is Ukraine's hour in history to to show the world uh, how great David is, you know, against Goliath. Um, and men there um, have had a long history under the Soviet period of uh, alcoholism. It's a curse of the nation. Um, and it was so beautiful to see men uh, at the checkpoints. We were at military checkpoints. We had our phones confiscated at one point, and uh, you know they put guns into your into your car, and they want to know what you're doing. And uh, it, it's it's rattling, but at the same time, it's it's beautiful to see that these men all of a sudden they're taking upon themselves the responsibility for their country, for their land, for their road, for their families. And uh, they, they disavow alcohol. There's no alcohol allowed at these checkpoints. And uh, uh, all of a sudden, these guys are standing proud. Their, their, their shoulders are broad. And um, uh, they've, they've found their, their, their vocation as husbands, as men. Uh, so that was beautiful. And the other thing is, it's a land of bribery. When I lived there 20 years ago, bribery was rampant. Um, people were offended by us offering them money you know you give a they, they, there are other people who, who who gave us rides you know the orphans needed we needed small rides from the where the bus dropped us off to get up to the the checkpoint you know it was like a three kilometer drive and so these little little mini buses you know piled the kids in and let's go uh, you know let's go and gas is very expensive there it's wartime it's being rationed and i tried to give him some money and he was he was deeply offended that wouldn't have happened 20 years ago <laughs> you know so it, it it took the 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 pressure and the evil of war uh to bring out of these these men and women their uh, best virtue. selves yeah yeah, yeah. is not wonderful jason thank you for being here today thank you for inviding me yeah and, uh, it's an really amazing journey eager really to hear is. your story and Glad you could share it with us. Yeah. Well, it's all because of you know one one guy, uh, Alan Sherwood, living up to a promise to a to a little girl. And uh, so, good job, Alan. To your listeners, uh, if you make a promise to a little girl, make sure to keep it. Fabulous. Thank you, Jason. Father Jason Sharon, Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie. We'll step away for just another minute. This is Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, the ride home on one hundred one point five Word FM. That's W O R D. her she was a mess scabs itching licking missing fur hot spots a thin dull coat so i take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments no results i hear your advertisement on the radio D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops within a four-week total. Instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog... 
You have to do the right thing. You've got to feed them right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. 859-428-1000. Poverty was already rampant in Haiti, but the last two years have been especially devastating for children and their families. You can help when you sponsor a child with Compassion International. Get started today by texting the word RADIO to 97646. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. People are amazing. God is so good. So it gives you some perspective. I mean, it takes away the the newspaper and the cable news shows and you see whether it was Alex or Jennifer in the first hour or Father Sharon in our second hour how God is working in this world and to be a, a Christian to to be a person of peace the power there and That's the hard strength work. that is hard work it is difficult but you see God working in people's lives yeah. I just I, I am encouraged. Yeah. I thought something Jason said really stuck with me is that you can have all of the intellectual, you know, you're you're trying to map out a strategy. You're trying to come up with your next decision, your next move. You're trying to figure out what your path is going to look like. And that's very real. Yeah. That's a necessary it's a, thing. Yes. It's not like you can skip over that part. Oh, no. But at the same time, in the back of your head, in your heart, you know that the Holy Spirit's guiding you, but it's still hard. It's still, it's still an intellectual fight. I'm sure, especially when someone's pointing a gun at you or you're seeing thousands of streaming refugees across or the border. Or you're seeing 22 kids get out of a van when you were expecting one. Right. And you're trying to do your best to move forward to the next moment. And have God in control, to surrender to God. I think it's a great roadmap for all of us, right? We all yeah. think, hey, Jesus, I got this. <laughs> you don't have this. You don't have We this don't know all. the tiniest no. little bit of the story True that we're involved glass, in. glass darkly indeed. God help us. Hey, thanks as always for being with us. Uh, the podcast is up and running after we leave the air. And uh, we're grateful you're with us. Yeah, reach out on social media, Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever. Mm-hmm. Happy to have you with us. The ride home. Have a great night. And... Uh, Say your prayers. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.